clear his throat, clear his throat, clear his throat. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Otaku Street Podcast. The fearsome foursome is finally back all together. I am back from the Bermuda Triangle. I've been gone for quite a while, but all of that is over. I've got my schedule, you know, realigned and whatnot. Gentlemen, how are we? Much better that the stars are back in alignment. Yeah, bro. We have yeah. all four of the goddamn podcast back. Yeah, it's been like four episodes actually five last time we're all together was what the e3 episode yes sir no way yes well to be fair i was actually ready to pod last week but jamal wanted to do a a 10 minute team meeting (laughs) (laughs) drove drove 20 minutes up the highway to go to chris's house (laughs) jamal had nothing on the jamal had nothing on the docket except for Hey, hey, who's in charge hey, of this? And just, when is it going to be done? You guys want to meet in person. I'm just like, okay. Cool. Yeah, but you should have stopped us, fam. Nope. nope. Hey, it, it all worked out. We got what we needed to get done, done and uh, we're back on track. Yeah, we ended up having a bunch yeah, of well, extra shit. I didn't go in person, and I felt bad at first, and then immediately did not. <laughs> no recording. So not necessary at all <laughs> at all yeah and you were coming from baltimore it's nice to see each other's faces that's true and we'll pick out to see mm, the new spot at chris's i did very impressive yeah you're the only one who hasn't seen it yet adam uh the the spot is uh it's quite spacious now you gotta you gotta get over here and check it out yeah i know chris all right you don't have to <laughs> rub it in <laughs> i mean wasn't we, we gave him we gave him the facetime tour yeah he got a virtual tour and i'm not gonna lie for half of it, I didn't pay attention, so I still gotta, still gotta catch up. Well, thanks, asshole. <laughs> well, he went out of his way to yeah, get he did. wasting my battery, <laughs> wasting my battery to show you the new crib. Ace timed you and everything. Right. It's all good though. Jamal, how was your weekend? My weekend was I worked all weekend and it was slow and boring. So that's that. Boo. But but today I went ziplining. That was fun. Ooh. On a Monday? Skydiving, yeah. ziplining. Yeah, student. bro. Keep your feet I on the ground. This dude I know, wants right? to meet God. God I swear. <laughs> we're we're... going to be up in the sky like my air sign. Ooh, bars. Okay. okay. You're what? Like air my sign. air sign. My zodiac sign. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, he, said, he said he's trying to be up in the air like Mike. Air Jordan. Air Jamal. Air Maul. There you go. Air Jamal. Air Molly Maul. <laughs> Chris, what did you do this weekend? Uh, it was a long weekend of schoolwork and um, signing paperwork for this house. So yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. One, I am literally one day away from buying it. Hopefully. Oh, really? I think, I think that's how it's working, so... Tomorrow, I should know what's good. Okay, congratulations in advance. Very exciting. Exciting stuff. Exciting, exciting stuff. stuff. Me, and, uh, me and Adam are recovering from the uh, Beer Olympics over the weekend. Actively. You, you got to tell me about this. How did this even How did this even happen, number one? And what happened at it? Okay, so uh, one of our friends, Courtney, friend of the show, she actually hosted this event four years ago, but I couldn't attend. I didn't qualify. I think I was busy or something. And I guess this is just a four-year 
four-year thing. So I was invited this year and I told Adam about it. And we got there and she had like a jello shots like arranged in the Olympic ring uh, symbol. She had like a whole scoreboard. We had about seven events. It was really fun, but I think I may have disloaded dislocated my shoulder on a uh, on a slip and slide what? which I didn't realize I'm too old for until we started sliding oh what you dislocated your shoulder nah bro like okay you guys remember uh you guys remember junior year when I went down to JV for that uh football game Damascus game yeah and I was hurt when that yes. uh that freshman stepped on my shoulder yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I never i never like got that checked out and like my shoulder's been i feel like a little weaker than my other shoulder for the longest time but it didn't hurt anymore so i never got it checked out so uh adam what day was this saturday yes yeah so saturday one of the can't events even remember what day it was <laughs> bro i've just been sleeping uh, what's it called? Saturday, one of our events was a uh, slip and slide flip cup relay kind of thing. So we would line up, we went down the slip and slide, and then you had to uh, run up to the table, drink the beer, and then flip the cup, and then the next person would go. I was not aware of the proper sliding technique because I've never been on a slip and slide, or if I have, it's been at least 20 years. So... I don't know. I think I went like shoulder first or something. The first time I ended up like rolling halfway down the slide. It wasn't pretty. It was not at all. And I'm so glad there's no visual evidence of it. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I just, uh, <laughs> I re-injured my shoulder and I can't even like lift it up all the way without it feeling a little, you know, a little sore, but hopefully that should be, <laughs> it should heal itself up in another 10 years and uh, <laughs> can worry about that when I need to worry about it again. You should definitely put that shoulder back in the closet for another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need, to, I need to find somebody to, like, pop this shit back in. Until the 2025 Beer Olympics. Exactly. Well, technically it would be 2024. It should have been last year. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. You just need to not compete in the slip and slide of it next year. No, time. honestly. Honestly. I thought... And the thing is, I'm always preaching about how I'm, you know, I'm too old for certain things. I don't like going out to bars anymore. I'm more of a brunch person. I should have realized that a slip and slide is very much out of my age range. now. <laughs> you probably should have. But, hey, you live and you learn, right? Well, <laughs> no, we don't. For gold so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I got it, too. Hey, and, go ahead. And I, and I got it, too. You got the gold? Yeah, I earned my gold medal. It's uh, It's hanging in my bathroom right now. All right, bet, bet. I got as, gold as long as you won. As long yeah. as you won. <laughs> so the way we ended up determining who gets gold is uh, <clears throat> whether you performed extraordinarily well or you were awake and or didn't throw up the entire time. And I, I did well, but my team didn't win. But I was also there from the beginning and didn't throw up. So you carried the squad, Adam. Adam actually did. He did carry the team in all the uh, chugging competitions. Adam's a professional chugger, so... It was actually very impressive. So, yeah, we both have gold medals. Round of applause for you guys. Per use, Adam carrying the squad. Per use. Per use, like he does in Knockout City. Shit, not as much anymore. Speaking of which, we need to get back on that. I haven't yeah, touched that game in a while. Season two started. Right, haven't touched it since season two started. It's crazy. But let's knock out this goddamn double trouble joran podcast jesus 
leading up into the perfection that is episode 10. But first, we got to talk about episode nine, Ethereal Love. You want to talk about... Oh, first off, before we move on, I just wanted to comment and say, Adam, you were absolutely right at the beginning of all of this. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll elaborate on that later on. And I think I know where you're two, going, but yes. Number two, I was right too. Hashtag Chris was fucking right. Um, Okoto <laughs> wanted her ass the whole time. What did I say? What? 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 Uh, you just wanted to say this. Me and Adam literally gave you props the last episode. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I just, had to, I just had to bring it up. I just wanted to make sure that the people know that I know that I was goddamn right. Hashtag Chris was right now we, we we can proceed oh my gosh chris had to bring it back like can we talk we talk about this last episode too adam but anyway yep. on with the show so sawa's back up and at it but she doesn't know what the heck to do with herself jen is going back to tokyo sawa i guess needs time to you know, recollect herself before she decides if she wants to head back or not. And Jen, being good boy that he is, he said, I'll wait for you. So then he goes, and then we see Rinko, but we see her as her true self. And for those who, for those of you that don't remember, Rinko was the one that introduced Sawa or greeted Sawa and Asahi when they arrived to the temple after faking Sawa's death. Was that her? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Her. <clears throat> that was her. She just looked way, way different. She had changed up her hair and everything. So oh, wow. that was her. Masters of disguise and shit. Uh huh. Because I was about to, I was about to say, where did that girl with the glasses go? Yep, that's her dog. Oh wow. Oh, so that was her who um who swooped down and oh well we'll get to that we'll get to that. Mm. down for what no no, to, no that wasn't that wasn't her you talking about no. la- you talking about in the last He's talking episode. about birdman oh yeah yeah no, that's, that's not her nah oh okay that's somebody that uh we that, don't know who yeah we don't know who it is but the government sent them out uh to handle that business well yeah. do we do we know i still they might i still think it's Jin, but that's just my theory i do too I must say these last four episodes have definitely been more interesting than the first six. Like I'm, I'm starting to, like, I think I'm used to the pacing now. I'm used to the, you know, the instant smoke. So yeah, this, these episodes got really good. This episode, um, or really episode nine was, was, uh, really, really good. I think that it tied everything together from episode eight really well. And I was, I had a lot of questions after episode eight. I was like, what the, whoa, 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 calm down. What's going on? What's going on? We, we got Birdman flying out the sky, coming to kill Makoto, right? We got Makoto who came out of nowhere, ki- killing everyone and everything in, in her path. Sickening, sickening. And then, you know, we, we find out later on that Makoto leaves the, the note in the, the store so this whole time she's been pulling the strings and and even in death she's still pulling strings guys i just wanted to, to comment on that what do you guys think 
I feel like we jumped a whole bunch and I'm just throwing yeah, off by yeah. how much we just jumped ahead to like the next to part that happened in the next episode. So I'm like, did it happen in the next episode? When the part that you're talking about with Makoto leaving a note, we didn't know really about that until the next episode. When <clears throat> Sawa found it. She told her. She said, go back to the go back to the to the thing. Did she? In episode eight, she says, uh, go back to your shop. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that was just a while ago, so I forgot about that. My, yeah, I don't my know B, that, but... My, my B. <laughs> Maybe it's Chris hashtag, uh, hashtag Chris is right again. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, we'll, we'll rewind. Where, where do you want to go from here, Jamal? I don't know. Well, we figure out the kind of person that Rinko is, a drunk. Oh, she sure is. Major. Rinko's the best. I, I love her character. She was crushing that sake on the plane and during the oh, hike and plane. after the train. Sorry, the train. <laughs> <laughs> so Sawa figured out that Rinko is a new agent. And then they had to figure out where they want to go. So Sawa, so Sawa was thinking about going to Tokyo. They prepared for their trip. I guess Rinko brought food. So they head out. Sawa doesn't know what to do with her life still. She doesn't know why she's alive. But then she looks into Nana's eyes, looks back at herself, and she remembers her village, the Karasumori clan village. And then she realizes she has to go back there. She must go back to her roots for whatever reason and find something in the midst of the ruins or whatever. I don't know. Maybe just to visit her family. I think she was just there to visit her family and to pay her respects because she she still hadn't done that. Like she still hadn't gone back and given her respects to her her mom, her dad, and her brother. Mm, true, true, true. So then they start walking. Rinko still drinking. She, and then she finishes. And then I'm thinking she's done with that, right? Until later on. Where she pulls out a whole nother bigger box. Well, nah, probably just the same amount. Because the other one was like big and round, but this one's just long. And she's just chugging that shit. Like it's water. Alcoholic. Big time. She she would have beat both of y'all at the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) She would have looked wild. She would have got platinum. They would have to make something new for that. And its own category, fuck gold. Yeah, no, that, that's a superstar drinker. Not only is she a world-class drinker, but she a world-class killer, too. Oh, oh, my goodness. Can we get into that? Was that episode nine? That is episode yes. nine. Still. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's, the exactly, that's what happens oh. next. Oh, my. No, what happens next is that they get to the village, but I don't think there's anything significant. I know Sawa paid their respects. Mm-hmm. They paid but... their respects, and they, they, uh, they left the food uh, and then she poured out a little liquor on the on this on the uh on the concrete. I like that. Oh yeah, Rinko did that. Like, oh, they ain't them drink. Yep. All right, cool. Mike, I'm pretty sure they went to mine a little bit. Oh, yeah, pour one out for the it. homies, for the dead homies. She was oh, hit. and then I forgot about this also before they left the village, right? So Sawa, so Nana comes back, you know, and then Sawa asks Nana if she minds if she would die with her after and then saw realized that yep there's still unfinished business with the mm, karasamori clan 
And I guess she found like some new resolve to like finish some business. And that's why she decides to go back to Tokyo. But yeah, she yeah. wants Nana to die with her. I'm like, so they can go to where their fam, where Sawa's family's at and where Asahi's at. And, and, uh, the, well, Jamal, she was actually acknowledging Asahi at that point as a part of her family. If you didn't notice that, that in that moment, that, that was probably the most significant part of that, that whole scene. I, I would say that she was like, oh yeah, Asahi as well. Like after she named all of her family, she named Asahi with them, not, you know, oh, and tag along Asahi. No, she, it was with them. Okay. And it, it's so crazy. I'm still like in shock that he really just killed her. Like just right in front of her like that. Like I really didn't expect that to happen at all. He or she. Get your pronouns right. He. Makoto. Makoto's a woman. No, I'm pretty sure he identifies as male. Does he not? Does he? I don't know. I thought that was the whole point. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because remember, remember earlier, earlier in the season when Jin uh, was like, oh, yeah, I know your secret. And then double agent trader boobies. I thought that was the whole thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They refer to them as male the whole time. But does Makoto refer to herself as as a man or is that like a play to hide her identity like uh i wasn't sure to be honest yeah i thought it was just like an alias but i could kind of see where you're coming from because the quote that she's always saying every man has to play their role blah 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 you know so right that's the only inclination that would give me that she feels that she's a man but or he is a man but in any case he or she go ahead yeah, then we go to the train scene. They're chilling on the train, and she's still drinking. And then all of a sudden, the rebels attack. Everything changed when the rebels attacked. We left off at the uh, very well-dressed rebels infiltrating the train and holding, what, what was the guy's position? Hostage? Yes, yeah, he was a hostage, but he was, I think he was like a secretary or something. It says, uh, deputy, deputy minister of foreign affairs. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they're holding him hostage. And um, so I was about to act, but Rinko says, nah, nah, nah. Hold up. Let me handle this. So first she said, let's watch, let's watch it, let it play out. And then she was like, nah, I'm going to handle You sit out. I'm going to handle this one. <laughs> And how did she handle it, Wolf? Oh, she handled it all right. She basically, I don't even remember like the first strike, but I think she uh, she brought like something out of her hand, right? Like some some type of metal. And it was uh, what I wanted to say was very reminiscent of- uh, It started by she walked up to the student. He was like, like basically fuck off, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She drunkenly walked up to him and was like, lady, sit down type shit. So then he, or she put her hand up to his cause she, he put his hand up. And then she started spreading his fingers like, like fucking Star Trek style. And then all of a sudden you see this piece of metal shoot up between her fingers like Wolverine. And I'm like, hello? Right. (laughs) All of a sudden you just see his fingers fucking fly off. And I'm like, okay, so this is going to be the best scene in the entire series. Clearly. (laughs) I think she she sliced the barrel of the gun off of the other guy's hand. She did. She did. Yeah. The other guy uh, was like, oh, what? 
And then he just <laughs> put his gun up and she was like, okay, no, actually. <laughs> and cut that shit in half. And she's just cutting up motherfuckers left and right. Dog, the last part of that fight was... Oh my God. Yeah, just she really... straight... <laughs> She's giving her little speech, and this is what I've been saying, bro. People don't give their speeches, like, before fights, like, in typical uh, animes, like, or typical cartoons or anything. She is about the action first, and while you're dying, she is going to talk to you. She stuck a metal thing into the guy's cheek and just wouldn't stop. And then she, well, because she was like, do you want to know how this all happened? And then the dude's like, no, I'm about to die. (laughs) But then she's like, so basically they stuck 40 long pieces of metal inside my body. And they did this. uh, They stuck two in every day for 20 days in a row. Uh, And that's how they kept me from dying. And then she was like, I'm curious how much your body can hold. And then it it picked like before she (laughs) pierced his cheek with just one while she started talking. And then it looked away. And then when she finished, it went back to him. And his mouth is just full of metal. It looked like a metal cinnamon roll in his <laughs> jaw. And these are all just sharp ass pieces of metal. And there's blood coming out of his mouth, out of his nose, like almost out of his eyes, I think, too. I'm like, dog, is this Resident Evil now? What the f- How did this turn into this shit? Just Easily the most gruesome death in the show so far. Easily. Speaking of video games, at the beginning of this scene, I was like, they are not going to pull out the goddamn Assassin's Creed fucking uh oh, I, I swear right, i thought it was hidden right. blade I, th- I swear i thought it was hidden blade i was like okay i i get it it's assassin show i get it right but then she she start then she started doing the other shit and i was like oh oh that's a long ass uh hidden blade where the fuck did that come from it's like that uh that magician you know the magician trick where you just pull out like multicolored ribbons and they're just tied together that's what she did just from her skin and mm-hmm. what was I saying? Uh, the guy from Naruto who does the same things with his bones. I think his name was Kimimaro, right? Kimimaro Kaguya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Damn. Last name and everything. You got the whole government. <laughs> yeah, dog. He's my best friend. Wait, what's his last name? Kaguya. The Kaguya clan. Yes, I know. It's the same as the final villain. Oh, oh, wait, no. Oh, okay, la- no, because that's her first name. Yes. Okay, wow, that almost who that was almost a revelation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was about to say, but nah, yeah, like her powers are like his, but I want to say even worse because like she did all of that just out of her hand, out of one hand. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And and just like that, she's my favorite character in the show. (laughs) The entire show. The new Easily. executioner, Rinko. Oh yeah. Ha- Hanakaze still got a got a place in my heart. Oh, for, for sure. But <laughs> yeah, let's she's be real. G. So Frank. Hanakaze. Elena. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I, I knew she wasn't. I knew she wasn't dead. I knew she wasn't dead. For some reason, I didn't believe that she would be dead. Hashtag Chris was right again. Oh, did you say that she was going to be alive later? I did. I did. did. Yeah, you did say that, actually. (laughs) But no, we'll we'll, we'll keep it moving. Uh, That that scene, as Adam said, it's probably going to be the best scene in the entire show because let's be honest, where the hell did she come from with all of that shit? Like, 
I'm 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 expecting us to get hit with random crazy ass shit now now and then in this show. But that one, that one took the cake. I was like, okay, anything can happen. Anything can fucking happen. Anybody could die. You guys no, got it. Real talk, anybody can die. And I honestly, I'm looking forward to these next two episodes. I honestly want to watch them like as soon as we're done with this, because mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm I'm very much into this now. Yeah, but then after that, you know, she gets her Western, I don't know, whiskey, rum, whatever it was as a oh, reward. The Tokyo whiskey. <laughs> well, she said it was Western, so I don't know. No, but on the uh, on the bottle, it said Tokyo whiskey. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't peep that. But yep, that was her reward. And then to wrap up episode nine, well, no, not quite yet. So I will f- goes to the bookstore. She sees them. She remembers. She cleans up. She remembers what freaking Sukishiro, Suki, Makoto said. Mm-hmm. And then her line, then she found the Shakespeare book that Suki was referring to. And then she finds the note. And then she just got like this whole revelation. So then she sees Jin. And then there's just some tension in the air. Oh, yeah. Jin, Jin offers, uh, offers the next mission up. Yeah, we have no idea what it is. They look at each other. And Jin's like, oh, so you return. Sal doesn't say anything. And then he just says, like, yep, here's your next mission. Slowly hands it to her. Sal looks at him. Jin looks at her. And it's like, what the fuck's going to happen? And then she just knocks the shit away, takes out a sword, swoops behind him, slashes. I thought she was cutting him the fuck up. Oh, yeah. No, I thought it was over for homeboy. But then I thought it was over. the papers are still intact. I'm like, how? Those shows were everywhere. How did you avoid all that shit? But anyways, then you just see Jen's back. And then Saul was questioning, were you the one that killed my family? Because you just see the same pattern on the back that we saw in Sawa's flashback and that we saw on Janome. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. She doesn't ask that until the end of the next episode. Episode nine ends with just the... Uh, the um. Like the what's it called? I, is it a tattoo or I guess it's like a, a mark or something? I think it's just a mark or like a bruise or whatever or a scar. It's a per it's a permanent like under the skin bruise. They they go into it in episode ten. It's because of his um his resistance to the oh venom. the venom yes the yeah, snake right, venom right, right. one hundred and twenty different types of snake venom. And how? Because he was a subject in Janome's lab as a kid. And this is episode 10 now, just pure flashbacks, mm-hmm. getting a little backstory for Jin or what? what's his real name? Uh, Iori, Iori Makabe. Classic anime uh, take you back to a flashback for an entire episode, but it's 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 okay because this, this one was actually really No, no, good. this one was absolutely worth it. It was. I was hooked on it the whole way through. So tell me why Iori's friend or cellmate, I don't know, just off himself like that. He's like, I'm going to kill myself. He said he was not rocking. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, <clears throat> and you see blood gushing. Mind you, Iori is on the bottom cell, and then his cellmate, whatever, is on the top one. So they're in two separate cages. And you see blood just gushing down. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? No, it's a very, very dark show. It's it's very bleak because it's like what what choice do you have? Either you go through these experiments one by one until they kill you, or you kill yourself, or you attempt to run away. 
which apparently was such a, a ridiculous uh, concept until Yuri managed to actually do it. How many men did they say that that he killed to get out? Oh, I got it. 38 fellow prisoners and 14 guards. He killed, he killed 52 people just to get out. As a kid. As a child. As a child. Crazy. Just to escape. His cellmate killed himself because, like, I think it just added to, like, what was happening in Janome's labs. Like, that people were, like, they just wanted to die. Yeah. So it was adding context to, like, oh, Janome. Oh, right. Yeah. He was just a bad guy. Like, no, like, this is a sick fucking demented bastard. And that was just adding to it. Like, he's just, if someone dies, on to the next. We're going to capture another child or whatever the fuck. It really tells you, I'm, I mean, I know we're well past Genome at this point, but it really tells you how much of a badass he was when he was alive. Like people, people scared of him that much. They, they kill themselves in their cells. Jesus. Oh, and even even uh, Sawa's brother, after, <laughs> after magically having the strength to do whatever needed to be done to get him killed, he was like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and die. <laughs> I've, I've been through too much. Again, his point was not because of all the torture. It was because he was blind. <laughs> That's why he <laughs> So he doesn't even count. <laughs> he doesn't even count. Being blind is worse than torture. Someone should have told him it's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. <laughs> according to him, yes. Right. According to him, you, you would think... Good Lord, but no, um, continuing on. So he uh, he escapes the prison, or I guess it's not a prison, but he escapes the prison and then he's captured by the uh, the new way agent who refers to himself as Kotodama. And the then- force uh, behinds want The force behind one's words. Oh, that's what he said his name meant, right? Yeah. And then they take him to the Shogun and then like there's some like little test of like, his will or something. They, they his pour... resolve to serve um, Shogun Yoshinobu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they pour uh, wine over a, a statue and all over the floor and it's like, hey, lick this up, then you can come fight for me. Nah, it's like, clean it up. But then he's like, with what? And then the Kodadam was like, you have a tongue, don't you? You can lick it up, right? That's... Oh, okay. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's humiliating. That's so terrible. And he he, did it, too. He didn't even try to use his shirt or something. Right. The whole floor and the statue, too. I was just like, oh, God, dude. Like, you did have a rough rough upbringing, (laughs) didn't you? Yeah, bro. That boy had to tongue that statue down to get all that wine off. Free. Yeah. Then we realized that, like... Later on, it like flashes forward where Janome, they're tracking down Janome, but like he burned his facility down and just dipped. He goes into hiding. And then Iori has his next orders protect the Karasumori clan. That was a plot twist. I was like, huh? Yeah, protect I did them. Not, okay. Right. Yeah, I did not expect them like Nani. The and fuck? then we get into him and, and how he fell in love with. Yeah, I thought. Well, I mean, I guess that makes much more sense, like his connection to Sawa, because he right. was developing feelings for her mother. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we got yeah, to see her, tra- and then we got to see her transform. I was like, "Oh shit, what?" But it was just for to show off. It wasn't really 
anything else after that. It's like, oh, because well, she doesn't want to fight or she doesn't like fighting, I guess. I guess, she, yeah, she doesn't like fight, yeah, fighting in general. Like, she doesn't want to see it and she doesn't like to do it herself, right? But she, she said she was about that action, though. Yeah, and, she was. And, and <laughs> Just she, like she everybody was, else. <laughs> she, was, she was ready. She said, okay, if you don't let this wolf go, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> it's all the women in this show that are about that action. Absolutely. The men are too hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> too hesitant, dog. Which is why the Shogun will die. Now <laughs> uh, you know. Because he's a man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jen's about that action, but that that's about it. I mean, maybe we'll see in the next episode, but we got to finish talking about this episode first, though. But yeah, they talk. Jen, so they, Jen and her don't fight because she transformed because she didn't want Jen to kill the wolf without just protecting her cubs. And then you just see like a little quick, I don't even know if we call it montage, but just Jim protecting the Karasumori clans from suspicious intruders or individuals. Yep, no speeches, just handling business. Because as we all know, until the, the blue blood is gone, people will come. Exactly. And then we see that Jin is developing feelings when he leaves. Well, it's implied that he left the flowers in front of Sawa's mother's house. See, is Sawa's mother single? Or what? And Jen just doesn't, or she's like married. She doesn't give a fuck. I don't know. But Jen's like, uh, yeah. I don't remember. Was there a another grown man in that house with them? I don't I mean, know. I mean, there was an older said, brother. Say yeah. well, said, said that she killed. He killed his father. Oh yeah, her parents, plural. Yeah. So there was definitely a male figure in that household at one point or another. I don't know if it had, it was. Well, yeah, yeah, it had to happen with you. Yeah. So yeah, there was a male figure in that household. Oh, well, it seems like Sawa's mother wasn't thinking about her husband then because when she got those flowers, she smiled, looked up. It's like, oh, like, so I don't know. Or maybe she uh, you don't appreciating. Know that. She, yeah, maybe she was just appreciating the protection. Right. Don't talk mm-hmm. about her mother like that. She was a saint. <laughs> right. Woman was a goddamn saint. All right. All right. All right. You take it from here then. I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> 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 so after we we get to that scene um we figure out that obviously our boy has feelings for Sewa's mom but can't act on those feelings as he is uh the protector of their intent and i i think he he's like yo if if i were to do anything like uh you know He's he's unwaveringly like loyal to, you know, the uh, the uh, the UA the Shogun. At or, this sorry, point. new way, new way. The the new yeah. At at this point, he's unwaveringly loyal. So he's thinking, yo, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything to jeopardize my place. Like I, he literally had to lick wine off the floor to secure his spot. So after killing would, fifty-two people, after. <laughs> Why would he go back? Why is he good? What? Why is he How? ever gonna go back? How, How are you is gonna he ever go gonna... back? So, so like I said, he's unwaveringly supportive of the Shogun and New at this point, All right? So, I think at that point he was like, "Yeah, I can't get involved. I have to like keep my feelings out of this shit." But homeboy, uh, what's his name again? Hold the guy with the hat. 
Kodadama pulls up and he's like, all right, well, you've got a new mission. We want their blood. They're not trying to negotiate. Kill them all. <laughs> Everybody. Yo, I saw, yo, when I saw that, I was like, you, you asked me to protect them just to kill them? Sick. Sick. I, feel like that's, I feel like that's a plot line I've heard somewhere before after I said that, but I have no idea where. No, I don't think I don't, I've never seen this plot line before. This was like, like I feel I feel like it's it's reminiscent of something in Naruto, but it's not anything. It's in like Naruto. a Tachi, but it's like a Tachi uh, story, but it's not. I, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, except he's not part of that family. Right, he was an outsider, so. But he did kill the whole clan, though, just like Itachi did. So. And and left one, and left one just like Itachi did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one is uh, who who we know to be Sawakata Samori. Our girl. So it all comes together now. It all We're finally figuring out what the fuck together. is happening. Just it's just such a sad like. A sad, uh, what's the word? Not a spiral, but um, turn of events. Yes, but like it's cyclical because Sawa ended up doing basically the same thing, killing uh, someone else's parents and then taking on their youngest child because she felt bad. Oh, yep. That, there is definitely some uh some a lot of parallels there. there we go but see go. is yeah. sawa gonna break the chain is she gonna kill iori like iori killed kotodama oh uh, this, this this is this is exactly where i was hoping that this episode was gonna go but first i want to i want to rewind a little bit before we answer your question jamal of course you do. <laughs> always adam i have to so we Let's gotta make rewind it back a bit. <laughs> we got to make connections. So I was never expecting that this was going to be it because of how he was treating her when he was doing the whole, I'm not going to let her die, da, 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 all, all that shit. So I was like, I could have never expected this at that, at that point. I didn't know why he was so... But then at that same time, I was like, oh, because he raised her. Like, oh, yeah, he grabbed her from from this, from not dying. And, you know, he raised her and blah, blah, blah. That's like his daughter, in a sense, you know, she was only a, a child when he grabbed her. So it makes me feel like, how could you hurt your daughter? But at the same time, killed his master. And we found, we found that out later. But like, damn, like, dude, you killed your master, but you couldn't kill this little girl? And in the entire clan, too. His master taught him, he told him, like, get this one quote, like, they're, like, friend or foe, like, people will, people will betray you. Right, like, you can't rule somebody's heart or something like that. And I'm thinking, man, honestly, because Sawa has gone through so much pain at this point in the story. She's lost her parents at the beginning, thought she lost her brother, found out he was alive, then lost him again. And then she uh, she saw her, well, I mean, she and Elena weren't really friends, but she was upset when she thought that she was dead uh, after the house burned down. And then the girl that she took in to be her pseudo daughter was killed in front of her. Like, I felt that, like, when she wanted to just walk into the ocean and just go, I was like, eh, you know what? I get it. And I felt like uh, Jin at this point is just kind of being selfish 
Like, do you know what you put this woman through and you want her to keep living for what? Adam was like, talking <laughs> about this last episode. Let it go. Yeah, it was just, well, obviously we didn't have the context that we have now, but. Right. It just supports it even more now. Yeah, right? like, damn. No, he's definitely a selfish ass bastard. Like, bro, you killed my whole, you killed my whole crew. And then you, you're literally dragging me through this miserable ass life. And you want me to continue living now? Like I've asked you to kill me. I've asked you to kill me several times and you just refuse. <laughs> and now I got to kill you. This is, this is my destiny now. Cause I got to get my revenge. She's got, she's got, she's got to slice him dead. She's got to cut this. She has thing. to, she has to. What if the reason he's keeping her alive is because he doesn't want anyone to kill him except for her? Mm, uh, because that's that's what he said to that's what she said to Asahi, right? That's yeah. probably it. That's gotta be it. So that's so is it. she gonna so so now now we get into Jamal's question. Is she gonna feed in to her will to wanna kill him? Because that's literally the the whole revenge story, right? Or is she gonna say you know what? I'm going to break the cycle at this point. I'm going to be the one that's not going to kill. I'm going to stop killing. I'm going to do what Asahi asked me to do and not kill. See, if Asahi was still alive, I would I would be like, okay, maybe. But because she is also now dead, what does she have to live for? Like, let's say she doesn't kill him. She doesn't kill him. And she goes about, is she going to continue doing missions? Like they already had this whole, oh yeah, let me fake my death, run away thing. But they already knew where she was the whole time anyway. So it's like, what, what is she going to do? Where does she go from here? It's the same thing that we asked after she killed Janome. Like, where do you go from here? The revenge is done. Time out though. We, we've seen a successful getaway because Hanakaze got away. So and she's still alive. She's still alive. So somewhere. So there's only been a couple months, bro. She ain't had that baby yet. She could die any minute. She could, <laughs> but I feel like she has a happy ending. I do, and I feel like Seiwa might see that same happy ending too. I don't know because this saw or this this show has zero happiness. <laughs> oh yeah, what's it called? It is, uh, it is quite about. The sensei that I think, you know, I thought it was going to be some sort of romance angle. Maybe Sawa finds love. Nope. Dead. No. And in, in the same yeah. episode, within the same minute <laughs> that that Asahi dies, she, she loses a potential love interest, her family, her brother, her daughter. Why, 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 why is she continuing? Like I said, because, be, just because of that, just because she has to fi finish out and she got that little glimpse of happiness in that time that she, that last little bit of time that she had with Asahi, she had happiness. That's, yes. that's, okay. that's, that's almost the only little bit of happiness that she's ever had was with Asahi. So maybe if she has a child of her own one day, like, like Hanakaze is about to have, mm -hmm. she might be able to bring back that happiness. And then Hanakaze might come along and say, Hey, you know, Look at me. I didn't think that it was possible, but look at me. I'm okay. Like, that would be my, you know. At this point, I feel like we're being too hopeful because mm -hmm. when I tell you Asahi's death really, like, shook me, like, I, I really thought she was, I thought she was just, like, hurt. I thought it was fake. But then <laughs> Jin was like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, we buried both of them. And I'm like, damn. 
hold on, time out. I'm sorry. What you said, I thought that she was hurt. All I all I thought about was uh family guy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Asahi doing that. Oh, just she got holding sauce. her chest after she has <laughs> <laughs> But no, she she's dead for real. <laughs> oh no, nah, you're terrible. I'm gonna pull a Chris and do it like twofold and bring it back a little bit. I'm going back into the last episode because there's something I just remember while you guys are talking. Mm-hmm. Adam, remember when we were talking about last episode of our podcast about like Jin having a few days to live, but then when he was on, I guess the train cart or whatever that shit is called, like you saw like his veins pulsating throughout like his arms and his face. And like you yeah. saw his eyes slightly changing. Eyes, I like, yeah. yeah, I was like, what the heck is going on? That's why I think that like he was struggling to like come to control the the fucking bird demon, whatever the fuck he is. Mm, like, the blue so blood, you, yeah. So you think it was him? Absolutely, Christopher. One hundred percent. I I could believe it. And the only everybody, reason everybody got a hand it could be that is because I know when he was talking, I still think it's that guy, Travis. But anyways, when he <laughs> offered that guy Travis the blue vial, the vial of blue blood, he was talking about how like people lose their humanity, and he said, "Yeah, you're about you're about to throw away your humanity to save your brother. Now drink it." So maybe I don't know, Ginge is dying, or is he struggling oh. to keep his humanity in a sense? I don't know, like keep you know that power of the blue blood under control. So that could be something. Forgot all about that, dude. Did Jin take a double dose of? the blue blood like did he take one of those coagulated pieces do you I think was, i would say he took he took one and gave the other one to yoshinobu yoshinobu did have it when that other agent showed up in the train like batman uh, he showed up yeah. like batman and left like batman i'm thinking like how, where would you have gone you're in the middle of the air and you're in a small ass train cart he did straight batman that joint that was great maybe he flew away because he's the bird demon <laughs> That'll be so random. That'll be so goddamn random. (laughs) Per usual for this show. I guess, Chris. I guess. But who knows? It it could be another hashtag Chris is always right. Look, Mm. I I, I really, I really hope that I am so I can rub it in your faces later. But uh, no, I, I, I kid. I think it'll be more interesting if she just slices him down and uh we, we get a big ass fight that'll be great but who iori yeah oh if Sewa kills jen in this fight oh i wonder because i feel like they have to take down yoshinobu because at the end of the day he's the one that ordered the karasamori clan to be killed so uh they might fight but i i feel like that Jim might persuade Sawa or something to postpone it, kind of like how Jin, kind of like how Sawa was postponing Asi from killing her. Jin's gonna try to say, "Hold on, wait, I have business." Because it seems like Jin has something against Shogun Yoshinobu, and then he can use that, like, "All right, Sawa, he ordered me to do this. He already, you already have, you already recruited freaking Elena Self. I'm assuming that guy Travis with the blue blood." Maybe Rinko, I don't know, just because I guess they seem like they're close or something. So it seems like the next episode might, at least the first half, might build up into like some final fight or something between them and Shogun Yoshinobu. 
Because I'm wondering how many of them are left. So the only thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna say is that was weird about um his transformation. If he is Birdman, then his eye thing when he was trying to hold back on the train, it looked more snakeish. But I don't know if you can take on multiple animals when you're because we saw that Makoto took on the cat, right? So I don't know if you can take on multiple animals or if you take on, like, if you take on the snake, you can't take on a bird or if you could take on both or what, what, because there are no rules. There's no rules. Yeah, there's no guidebook to this power whatsoever. Zero. Uh, we do know that the blue blood helps channel their natural resource being Yaku. Kasal was talking about that when she visited her um, village. Right. But what is the extent of the power? And I remember I was saying this like in the beginning, like when we first started the show, like what are the extents of these powers? What you see, and- this is not anime where they give you like the whole guidebook to my powers where they explain like, this is what I do. This is my weakness. This is the extent I can do this. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> Yeah. Like where's the Super Saiyan 2 version of this? <laughs> where you where you can control two animals and now you got two different powers. That would maybe, be maybe that's what we find out in episode twelve. I, like I said, I just thought it was interesting that his eye was like definitely more snake like, but whatever that being beast thing, that was definitely a bird. So for sure. I don't know. Bird. So I don't know if this is a real theory or not, or if it's just kind of a hunch, but Obviously, we're probably leaning towards the final mission that Jin is talking about is that they're going to kill uh, Yorinobu, right? Uh-huh. Yoshinobu, yeah. yeah. Or Yoshinobu. So, if that's the case, I think that they're gonna, that Jin and Sawa are going to fight, but it's going to end with him saying, like, listen, you can kill me. I don't care. I think you should, but we need to or... kill Yoshinobu first. Right. And then they like go after Yoshinobu and then they have to fight Rinko because she's part of the organization and then whoever else is still part of the organization. And that'll probably lead us into episode 12 where Sawa eventually does kill Jin or she lets him go. Either way, I'm excited. Rinko said that uh, she's like an artificial. So she, she doesn't she said herself that she doesn't think that she can like stand up to the naturally gifted assassins. Mm. Like, I don't think she, I don't think she doesn't think that she can beat Sawa or at least she said it. So I don't know if that's like a trick or if that's going to like come back to bite her later in the episode or if they're even going to fight. I think that was just her, commenting on how good sawa is i think sawa was like yo you're pretty good too like right she was proven out so i i don't know who who will win in a fight between them two but it's definitely going to be interesting to see who her allegiances are with because is she more aligned with new is she following orders because she feels like it's coming from new or is she following orders because she's she's with uh jen at this point and then she was also uh wavering back and forth between oh yeah i i I know that i i i saw that you guys were happy i i i would like a future like that i know that my life's been shit to this point but hey i would like a life like you and um asahi had for that brief moment right but everybody everybody in this show is just like they have no freedom 
like everybody is under the orders of someone else. Right. So it's like no one has been able to successfully break away. Even Elena in her pregnancy is still reporting to Jen. Like she still has missions. She still has to go and kill people while pregnant. Jen just asks because she Jen did Elena a favor by being able to escape because normally she would just had to die. But then Jen helped Elena escape. So I think she Elena's helping Jen as a favor, not because she has to. Doesn't she though? Nah. Doesn't she have to? Nah, because she could have just stayed away, couldn't she? I don't know, man. Because how long? We don't know how long she's been uh, an assassin. I mean, yeah, she wanted to get away from it, but like, it's in your blood at this point. Can't go back. Yeah, like you can't go back to living a normal life after all this. Just when we thought we had answers to a lot of our questions, now we're just. There's piling, more questions. Piling them on, yeah. So with all that said, I can't wait until the next two episodes. Honestly. This is going to be a great season finale. I think I, I'm going to wait until like, can we do this one in person? Yeah. I, th- I think that's fitting. Like, I, like we should watch the episode there and then record right after we watch it. Big yikes. Oh, you're, uh, you're going to the lake, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we'll 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 talk. We we'll talk about. I mean, we can still just we can still risk record it because still got episodes to post. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. We'll figure, it. and we might even do it. But bef- like, there's there's so many uh, there's so many possibilities. But until next time, Ataku Street out. Oh, wow, that's such a that's such an abrupt ending. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. We, but... we still have we still have two minutes. Uh, let's let's uh, let's milk it a little bit. Um, let, let's let, let's plug some. Uh, let's plug some... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's plug some merch. We've got our merch designs. Um, if anybody wants to uh, get their hands on some Otaku Street merchandise, they can email us at what is our email, Jamal? Uh, go to Twitter. Oh, uh, that's it. Yeah. Look Twitter at Otaku Street Pod. Uh, also, Adam does a lot of lovely, lovely artwork. Um, if you'd like to commission a piece, Adam, please plug your business. Uh, AQ.digital on Instagram and Facebook. And I also have a Society6 uh, webpage slash gallery that you can look and, uh, and gaze upon if you guys are interested in. Uh, purchasing any prints on there i also do commissions for digital art pieces and uh again that is at aq digital you forgot the dots aq dot digital there we go (laughs) there we go perfect plug perfect and we should get into the habit of like plugging this more often (laughs) like at the beginning of the the show so make sure you guys follow and uh five stars on our new our new apple podcast please go go follow us over there but until then we'll talk straight out there we now, we're out. Out. now we're out now we can leave, leave.